You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Presented, as always, by BetMGM. Joe Ozio, Jaron Hawksford with you on a Thursday. We'll get back to line movement injury talk in the NFL for Week 16. Right now, though, we go out to the guest line. Paul Charchian from the Guillotine Leagues at KFAN in Minnesota. He's with us on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix, a revolutionary technology, helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. Charge, welcome back to the show. A lot to dive into as we get to yeah. Week 16. But let's talk some breaking news here. Uh, Jalen Hurts, uh, Nick Sirianni said, it's not expected to play. It sounds like it will be quite certainly Gardner Minshew on Saturday against the Cowboys. So two-parter. One, what do you think? Eagles-Cowboys with Minshew. And two, it's fantasy time, right, Charge? I mean, it's the end of seasons. It's the playoffs. Yeah, a lot playoffs. of teams that are A lot of teams that are in the end with, with still alive have Jalen Hurts as their quarterback. What do you yes. recommend that might be out there if no Hurts? So what do you think of the game? And then what do you recommend quarterbacks on the waiver wire? Well, you may. I got a couple options for you, and I, I'm one of the people that carried Jalen Hurts into my playoffs, and now you, now you got a punt. And so we're looking for guys on the waiver wire. Two options for you. One, Daniel Jones against my Minnesota Vikings. Vikings are the bottom-ranked pass defense for most of the season. They've been especially bad lately. Last five games, giving up 343 passing yards per game. So you could try Daniel Jones. The modest crew of receivers is always an issue here, but the matchup is favorable. And the Vikings have also struggled against rushing quarterbacks, and Daniel Jones got some wheels, so you could you might help you in that angle too. And then I think the other move is Gardner Minshew. You could certainly play him here. He had, mm-hmm. he had two starts last year. One was a, a week 18, but he had a meaningful start against the Jets, completed 80% of his passes, and scored two touchdowns in that game. Cowboys are going to pressure him like crazy. They always do with everybody, but I think especially Minshew here to test whether he's ready as a backup to respond to that pressure. But the Cowboys secondary is not good. Guys, the, This they got Trayvon Diggs, who is good. Everybody else is bad, including they're going to put some guy on the field, a cornerback named Nashawn Wright, making his first start. He has played 77 coverage snaps in his entire life. A.J. Brown could eat that guy for Christmas. That might be the play right there. So I, th- I still think Gardner Minshew is in play here. Still like the Eagles. This line's moving against the Eagles in a big way, and I'm – I would be contrarian here. I, I think Gardner Minshew can get this done. All right, Charge, I need your thoughts as, as the Fantasy Football Hall of Famer on, on a specific situation um, here. Now, my son is 10, playing in his first, <laughs> okay. first, first fantasy football league. All his friends in it, first fantasy Great. football league. 
Right now, thanks to Cousins and McCaffrey, he's made a run all the way to the title game. He's, you know, around fifth or sixth place throughout most of the year. Uh, but Cousins, my goodness. I didn't want to tell him at halftime he had zero. But, but then he right. went off <laughs> in that second half, and he finishes with yeah. 40. So here's the situation. He's in the Super Bowl. I mean, that's bad this week. I think it should be next week, but whatever. Okay. Yeah. There, he's in the Super Bowl. His opponent has hurts. And we're going over the waiver wire the other day. He noticed his opponent only has hurts. Mm. So I'm kind of proud of him. Tear came to the eye because he realized <laughs> I should go after these other quarterbacks. I'm not going to play yeah. these guys on my bench. It's the last week. So on the waiver wire, he picked up Rodgers playing in good weather. He picked up Carr, two guys that had the, wow. the highest projections. So he backed away from it yesterday, but he was thinking – the opponent still did not pick up a quarterback. Do I use everybody, every spot on my bench to pick up a quarterback? What are your thoughts? <laughs> Man, that is cutthroat. He's 10. Oh, I you are raising him right. Holy cow. Yeah, this is totally within the bounds of fair play. You know, this kid's asleep at the wheel, this other kid. So, yeah, you go, uh, he might, he might want to bench, you know, just drop every other player he's got. Load his entire bench with quarterbacks, take up the next yes. like seven best quarterbacks, and put that kid in the grinder. And what a life lesson he'll get. I mean, that is the sort of stuff that normally the kind of life lessons you get as a 10 year old is a beating on the playground. No, this is going to be a fantasy championship beatdown for this 10 year old. He's never going to forget. I love it. Okay, yeah. good. I love that. Teach the kid a lesson. He'll never fall asleep at the wheel again. All right. Let's talk about uh, the Vikings hosting the Giants. What is your yeah. confidence level in this Minnesota team? Uh, four and a half point favorites. Now, I'm from Minnesota, and normally, you know, whenever I hear there's a guest on in that market and they like that team, I'm always like, my, you know, my radar's always up, like, oh, stupid Homer. Let me be clear about this. I really like this matchup, and I've been very wary about, like, every other one for the Vikings. But this one feels perfectly set for the Vikings to finally get some distance from an opponent and maybe even salt a game away, like, not in the final 30 seconds of a game. So the matchup looks like this. Giants offense has really only got Saquon Barkley to lean on. The Vikings are an elite run defense, and that's going to be a real problem. Their pro football focus is number two ranked run defense. They're giving up. 3.7 yards per carry. That's it. So Barkley probably doesn't get much done. And then you got to go to try to pivot to Daniel Jones and hope he can beat a bad Vikings pass defense, which it is. But with whom? Darius Slayton and Richie James? I mean, maybe that just doesn't come together and they just can't keep it very close through the air, which is a possibility. Meanwhile, the Vikings side, Dalvin Cook has been better lately, and this is a terrible Giants run defense down the stretch. It's an A-plus matchup for Dalvin Cook with my, my highest projected output of the season. And the Giants' pass defense is not that great anyway without Adoree Jackson in particular. He may not be back, may, looking like he's going to miss another game. This could be a very high-scoring game and maybe even a one-sided one for the Vikings. I feel as strongly about this as I have any game this year. Right, really sorry, quick, I just want to follow Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah. Just really That's quick, right. would you look at Saquon under uh, any of his props? I did, and they did. I did. Couldn't find a prop this morning when I looked, and so I don't Seven know what the number five is. Five and a half rush yards. I see it posted. Sixty-five. You said. Seventy-five. Seventy-five. 
Yeah, that feels like a pretty strong under for Minnesota. And I, I'm going to, I'm looking right now. 75 yards against Minnesota has happened one, two, three times since week three. Nice. That's it. Wow. So well, yeah, this yeah this feels this feels like a nice opportunity to hit the under on Barkley. All right, Charles. Let's talk weather. Uh, I mean, we know you live in an area where it's cold anyway, but it's really cold this week. It, it looks like it's going to be the most impactful weather week of the season, starting tonight with Thursday night football with some rain. For, I mean, freezing temperatures in the Midwest and, and across down to the east. How big of a deal is this? I mean, fantasy projections, I'm sure, are lower, and totals on games. I mean, it's unbelievable, Charles. We're seeing 32 and a half in Cleveland against the Saints. I mean, that feels like Army-Navy kind of numbers here. How big of a deal and how much do this will impact totals and, and scoring this week? I think the contrarians are going to be in a good spot here. I, we, Our temptation is to panic on these cold weather games. We have six games scheduled to kick off at 17 degrees or less. Six of them. Chiefs, Bears, Browns, Steelers, Titans, Ravens hosting games at 17 or less. So I decided to actually look up the data on this. Now, the median of all games in the last three seasons, regardless of date, location, weather, anything else, all of the games the last three seasons is 45 points. So then I went and looked at games under 17 degrees, since we have the six games under 17 degrees. In the last decade, 27 games played under 17 degrees. That median of 45 points goes all the way down to... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 43 points. Hmm. That's it. Two-point differential. So now wind could be a, a factor, and maybe if some of these games have got remarkable wind chill, maybe you could factor that in. But the it, the data here for 27 other games in the last decade suggests the line should not be moving like this, and I think your play should be the over. Okay, yeah. Overreaction, uh, p- people mm-hmm. bring those numbers down, and maybe you go with the over. But are you, are you still going over – on, on the two win games. Now, there are two games that stand out. Totals have been dropping. That is, uh, we were just talking off air about the, the conditions we're going to be dealing with here in Chicago against Buffalo. Yeah. And then maybe the lowest total we're going to see in 15 years between New Orleans and Cleveland. Uh, how do you attack those games? Are you avoiding the overs? Uh, yards after contact, we know those numbers go up in these extreme mm-hmm. weather could yeah. play. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be more running, you know, with the Chicago Buffalo game. You have two running quarterbacks. How would you attack those games that do have high wins? Yeah, so we've got only one game where we've had, like, the a level of really brutal conditions of minus 30 wind chills, which we could mm-hmm. get something in the 20s and 30s here. Last decade, it was a Minnesota Viking Blair Walsh missed field goal playoff <laughs> game against Seattle. Uh, mm-hmm. That game kicked off at negative six. It had a negative 25-degree wind chill in that game. Uh, that game's total was 16. So, you know, if we're, you know, and that was, a, you know, that was a case where just nobody's moving. Just everything turns into an iceberg, and they're not even passing the ball. Um, so that's, you know, you could, we could get to that territory. But we don't really have it. We don't have a ton of data 
on other games that have been that low. But just common sense says if we're if we're talking about wind chills like that, I think at that point all all bets are off. Now let me give you one more data point that you might find helpful. So mm-hmm. again, these 27 games played under 17 degrees, the home team has a seven point average advantage over the away team. You know, the theory is your home teams are used to the cold, right? You're the Saints. You have no, you know, you have no way to train or get used to this kind of cold. And you walk right. off the team, you know, get off the team bus, and you're like, what the hell just hit me here? This is crazy. So seven-point average differential for the home team. That makes sense. We we were just talking about how Derrick Henry is so successful against the Texans. Yeah. So what are you expecting out of him this week? And I'm sure you've hit on some of the crazy stats. Three straight games with over 200 rushing yards and two scores in each. It was 200 total yards and two scores in each. Three straight against Houston. Houston is the bottom-ranked team in carries, yards, rushing yards, and rushing touchdowns allowed. Bottom-ranked team. They're giving up 32 touches, 174 total yards, and 1.4 touchdowns per game to running backs. All the league worsts. No Ryan Tannehill this week. So you could look at it as a positive, right? You know, if they were going to pass at all, now they're really not going to. Mike Vrabel will not let Malik Willis pass. In two Willis starts, he's thrown the ball 10 and 16 times. So you're already, already going to get a lot of Henry. Now we're probably going to get even more of Derrick Henry in this game. Obviously, Houston has been a very tough out these past few weeks, but this feels like a borderline layup for Derrick Henry. Although we should mention, they just put uh, one of their starting linemen on uh, injured reserve after he tore his ACL, uh, Dylan Randons. Mm-hmm. So there is that to factor in. But aside from that, it's, it's most maybe the most positive matchup on paper we've had all year, any player. Sharks, let's talk about tonight. Jaguars, Jets, a lot in this game that's at stake here. I mean, Trevor Lawrence has turned a corner against a good Jets pass defense. Obviously, Sauce yeah. Gardner. And then, you know, I'm looking at some of these props, touchdown props, Bam night. You know, the Jets. They yeah, baby. And it looked like, uh-oh, their run game's going to suffer. And it, he's a great player. But they've also found something here with another guy kind of out of nowhere. What's your thoughts on this game tonight, whether it be props or, or, or the way it might play out? Jaguars, Jets. Yeah, I've got a handful of uh, a handful of props for you that I like. Let's start with uh, Zonovan Knight, who's uh, – what a gem that they've unearthed with the Jets. This kid's really good. Four starts. He's had two 100-yard games already. I love this matchup. Jaguars allowing – 139 total yards per game to opposing running backs. And just on the ground, back-to-back opponents have run for over 120 yards against the Jaguars. So you would think the, the line for Zonovan Knight would be higher, but it's at a very modest 57 and a half. Let's go over that. He's topped it in three of the four starts. And in the last five Jaguar games, five different backs have topped 57 and a half yards. I would consider coupling that in with anytime touchdown as well. Four straight Jaguars opponents have scored rushing touchdowns. So Zonovan, bam, night, anytime touchdown plus 160 for that anytime touchdown and over 57 and a half for him. I love that matchup, Joe. Uh, by the way, your, your Vikings there. I, ju- I don't know how I didn't run into this earlier, but I saw a, a clip put together of Paul Allen on the call from Saturday's game. <laughs> I great. was dying, man. <laughs> Paul, Paul Allen was unbelievable. Um, so uh, the, two, he, the two teams involved got a, in we've that. We've got an elite, elite play-by-play voice, Paul Allen. He's fantastic. Oh, I do radio with him every week, and he is, uh, okay. he's, he is everything you want in your hometown <laughs> radio announcer. Unabashed fan, oh. rated his job, 
ro openly rooting, no objectivity, rooting for his team openly. Yes. It's great. Yes. Yeah, and, and killing Vikings players too. That that deserved it. <laughs> he yes. was firing punters. He was firing referees. It was fantastic. <laughs> um, after after the greatest comeback that we've ever seen in NFL history, how do you think yeah. those two teams respond? You got the Vikings. They're favored by four and a half against the Giants, and we we're just talking about it now on Monday with Nick Foles. You've got the Colts as a four and a half point home dog. Uh, to the Chargers, a anything jump out is how you think those two teams well, are going to respond brought, to that? I'm glad you brought this up. I, you know, I'm a lifelong Viking fan, been you know waiting forever for a Super Bowl appearance that's never happened in my lifetime, and <laughs> you know we we don't have great many moments like the ones that that have that have happened this year. But after that Buffalo, that epic Buffalo win, what five weeks ago, the Vikings mm -hmm. came out the next week totally flat, got demolished by Dallas. If you go back to the Minneapolis miracle. They came back in the NFC Championship game the next week, got demolished. So I'm a little bit worried about uh -oh. where this team might be mentally. Although, I'll say this. The players and the coaches after the game, it was all the talk was was not about the great comeback. It was about how they never have to let themselves get down by 33 to begin with. So maybe they're maybe they're heading into this week a little in a little bit better uh, shape that way. But I'm I am worried about the letdown because we've seen it happen before to Minnesota with these with these big epic final moment wins. Great stuff, Charts. We appreciate. It. Have a merry Christmas, happy holidays, Paul Charchin on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. Trend or truth next on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.